Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today in the hot seat is a guest all the way from Toronto, Canada, Naranjan Nota. And she is going to be talking about self-care from the emotional aspect, as well as self-love. And we're going to, of course, weave in some spirituality because who knows you better than yourself? And before we get started, I definitely want to give you some background information on Naranjan. And without further ado, you already know me, Miss Genesis Lamars Kemp, the founder and host here. But it's about my guest for the next 30 minutes. So Naranjan Nota is a spiritual, intuitive life and relationship coach. She helps you identify how others' opinions and judgments may deter you from meeting your goals, both personally and professionally. Naranjan spent over 15 years in the corporate and not-for-profit sectors as an employee and consultant. Simultaneously, she spent over two decades learning and reigniting her energetic gifts working with the unseen higher realms and bringing them into a form for humans to understand and process energetically. She dives deep into the core karmic issues that manifest as anxiety, depression, lack of self-esteem or self-worth, and a fear of being visible and transforms them into understanding knowledge, and wisdom, resulting in joy, peace, and enhanced feeling of compassion towards oneself and others. She invites you on a courageous journey to transform yourself. Now is the time to embrace the infinite possibilities that await you at the convergence of mind, body, and soul experience. So without further ado, please welcome the woman behind it all, Naranjan Nota. Hello, Genesis. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. And I'm just so excited to just talk with another woman who's here to spread that joy, that empowerment, and just really see how we have similarities more more than focusing on differences, which I know in today's society, everyone likes to be polarized, but we need to focus on the unity and how we can all strengthen one another by partnering our skills. So in order to do that on the show, I love to give my guests an opportunity to connect with the audience in a fun and personal manner. And there are two options to choose from, an icebreaker, or a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? Let's do the rapid fire, Genesis. Let's see what shows up with that. (laughs) Amazing. So we're playing rapid fire with Naranjan and Genesis. Do, 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 do. 
Question numero uno. What is the meaning behind your name? I'm sure it has a really profound name, like enlightened spiritual being of some sort, which is what I'm aiming to give justice to by doing what I do. Question two, favorite flower? Peony. Question three, ooh, what is your favorite dish? don't know if I have a favorite. You're making me pick from the array of, of abundance that we have accessible to us. But I guess like a really delicious, fresh salad with some different ingredients. Okay. Healthy nutrition and getting those veggies in. Question four, coffee, tea, or what's your drink of choice? Tea. Ooh. Okay. What type of tea? I'm definitely tea. I'm from England, born and raised in Britain. So it has to be an Earl Grey tea with bergamot. Oh, okay. I, I, could, I could dig it. <laughs> yeah. Question five, dream car, dream home, or if you're like me, both. Both? <laughs> Question six, if you could hop in a time machine and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would it be? Don't listen to others and do what, bring you, what brings you joy. Question seven, what is your happy place or the place where you go for peace and serenity? In the ocean. Okay, so in the ocean. So we talked a little bit before we jumped on the recording that I am Caribbean descent and you are um, British descent. So are you more like a white sand beach girl or or the dark black sand? A white sand. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Question eight. You just won an all expense paid getaway anywhere you want to go. Here is the kicker. You're unable to return back to Toronto for some time because the pilots have now went on strike. So where are you headed? Some island of some sort. Mm, okay, tropical vibes, good weather, and local food. Yes. Question nine. If you could be a fly on the wall and listen in to any conversation, past or present, what conversation are you listening to? That's such a loaded question, Genesis. I could give you so many different answers on that. I'm going to say conversations with maybe Nicole Tesla or some other inventors or founders of some sort. Those would be kind of cool. And question 10. It's our pass or play question. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? Play. Okie dokie. Question 10. 
what is your I wish I could do this moment? <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if I have that, Genesis, only because what I wish I could do is what I'm doing. I'm talking with you and I get to do my spiritual work with others. I get to draw, I get to paint, I get to be in the ocean. So life's really good for me right now. Amazing. Thank you for playing rapid fire. Now let's segue into the work that you're doing now. And in order to understand where you are currently, we have to know how did you get there? So what was it like growing up? So childhood leading up into adulthood, and did you know you were going to be on the path you are on today? As a child, absolutely not. I had an amazing upbringing. I come from a very large family, traditional Indian British roots. So there was no inhibitions to a certain degree from what life had presented. But coming into the space that I am right now, there is a much more ease and there's a much more grace and understanding as to this is what I'm here to do. Because I think as children and, and adolescents and the young adults, that's what we're all craving. We're craving for that space of being understood, being heard, to fit in and be acknowledged and all of those beautiful emotional experiences that we are gifted with. Mm -hmm. I love that. And just letting that marinate in, in a sense, because sometimes the way that we grow up based on our childhood, sometimes it could either launch us to where we are currently, or it could derail us because our parents have certain expectations on what they want us to become, especially based if you're going grow if you're going and growing up in a community where it may be status driven or it may be you know like oh you're gonna be a doctor a lawyer or this because this is all we've seen in our lineage that you don't really get a sense of who you are and how you could show up. So one of the things that you're focusing on is that emotional self-love and self-care. And I think a big part of that is really understanding who you are at the core in order to really manifest that. Would you agree with that sentiment? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's really coming into your own. So for anyone that is struggling to really come into their own, what are some tips that you would give them to really take time to self-reflect and do that inward work so they can materialize it externally? Take time out for yourself. We live in such a busy world, especially that's action-focused from going to school for this education, got this project to finish, got checklists coming out of everywhere that we need to manage. So taking time out to be a little bit more introspective and learn and reflect about yourself to be able to identify what is it you enjoy? It might not be that grand question of what am I gonna do for the rest of my life, but what is it you enjoy for you? 
Because as you've said, often we are raised in an environment to please others. Because as children, that's, that's all we know. We're, it's to no detriment of our parents. They give us what they can. But to reflect on now as an adult, can I identify what I like and what is it I really want to do? So taking time out to be introspective, write, possibly do some journaling, maybe just, just sitting and being with yourself. So I love that you mentioned journaling because that is a way to get our thoughts out of our head onto paper in order for that reflection to happen. Also being one with ourselves. So practicing mindfulness, sometimes meditation can go along with that or even getting out in nature, like getting away from the distractions and really connecting with, okay, this is the outdoors elements the air that I'm breathing in. I'm grateful to breathing, breathing that in. I'm able to walk. I'm able to talk and just really practice gratitude and affirmations while you're in one with nature can also increase your level of energy, your vibrations, and just really put your body in balance. But then also, I think a big piece of um, knowing who you are is really tapping into your spirituality too, if you're practicing that, because we've all heard that in order to have mind, body, and spirit or soul alignment, you need to really do the work. And that work is mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and they all must work together. So based on the work that you're doing and how you're helping your clients, what are some of the things that your clients come to you with and how do you get them back into alignment to really, you know, be op operating at a level that is optimal to them and their lifestyle? An element of awareness and acceptance. Often clients come to me when they're at the end of their tether, whether it be from a relationship with somebody else or whether it be a relationship with themselves, getting caught in that rut and seeing the same patterns over and over again. So that element of frustration, but also not able to trust and accept who they are and what gifts they truly bring as individuals, because this narrative has been installed of you've got to be a doctor, you've got to be a lawyer, you've got to be, got to be, got to be. But really, we're not emphasizing on our own gifts. So I think clients come to me from both spectrums. The outside voice of expectations, which is then embedded into the internal voice of wanting to meet those expectations for others. But in the same token, they lose their self along the way. Wow, that's powerful. That out, outside voice and then that internal voice. So the internal voice, for those of you listening, that could be that still small voice that speaks to you. It could be your intuition, your discernment, or depending on what part of religion or spirituality you practice. Some people may say it is the Holy Spirit, it's God, 
it's the universe or whatever, but are you actively listening to that voice or listening to your body in order for you to be fully aware of what is taking place and where it is trying to lead you? And if you're missing something, then you could feel like your body does not have that equilibrium because it's out of balance. So one of the things that you also focus on, Naranjan, is that intuition. And when I say intuition, y'all, I'm not talking about the woo-woos, but each one of us has been given some form of intuition that keeps us on the right path. So when you first started um, tapping into your intuition, how did you really know that it was your intuition? One of the biggest differentiators when I get asked that question, especially from clients, is when we lean into something as a cause of action, are we doing that cause of action with an expectation of an acknowledgement for the outcome? Or is it coming from, which references it coming from the mind and coming from the ego? Or is it coming from a place of the heart? Whereas if you just give, there is no bounce back. There is no expectation of, thank you for giving me that or acknowledgement of some sort. Because you, if we truly give authentically and genuinely, there is no expectation of a return. And intuition is a, is a similar process of you're doing an act. There is something that's driving you in and towards a direction where there's no expectation outcome. Okay, so if we're removing the expectations, we're removing the strings attached, then we could truly think at a level where, okay, this is our intuition. Did I get that correct? It's an element of it. It's an element of it. The intuition is a sense of knowing. It's also an aspect of acting without thinking, so to speak. Um, I'm trying to go back to the time of when I first kind of developed my intuition because I've been doing this for a little bit longer and breaking it down is a little bit more challenging to, you know, point zero. But it, for me, it came very much, very clearly from the stance of acting upon something without it registering and acknowledging of, in my mind. So I've already sent that text message to a friend of mine saying, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? Without even recognizing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, and then got the response back going, I really needed that. Thank you. Wow. So that's following your intuition. And then one example that um, happens to me sometimes is whenever I'm driving in the car and sometimes I'll use my GPS if I just want to make sure I'm avoiding traffic slows or anything. Or sometimes I, I'll just drive and then I'll feel something that says turn left or keep on going. And that's my intuition. And then whenever I look back or I get home, I see that it was a wreck that day or the freeway was shut down or something. And I'm like, aha, that was my intuition 
forewarning me that something above I needed to avoid. So how many of you have ever been in a situation where something just drops down in, in your spirit and it tells you, okay, turn left or turn right or call that person or go to this store versus that store. And then you see that you avoided a situation. But had you not listened to that intuition, you would have been in the middle of that situation, whether you were involved or you were a bystander. Absolutely. Amazing. Now let's tap into a little bit deeper with spirituality. And as you can tell, I like going beyond the surface layer because that's where the gems are cultivated. So when you think about spirituality from your perspective, what are some importance regarding spirituality and how can we really come into our own spiritual journey? Being able to accept and recognize that we are more than this physical being. We talked about religion, so recognizing there is a higher power of some sort. So being able to lean into that space and go, okay, I'm here doing my day-to-day life, but the deeper dive is there's a connection that what we do and how we live and move and breathe through the world has a ripple effect, not only globally, cosmically, galactically, and beyond. And we have access to all of that wisdom right here, today, now. So recognizing that you are more and the accessibility of awareness, consciousness, insight, and wisdom is beyond what we can think in our conscious mind. So when you started your spiritual journey, did you have a mentor, a coach, or someone that helped you along the way? Because sometimes there are um, different levels to spirituality. Some people are just starting out. Some people are at an intermediate level. And some people are at a expert level where they've been doing it for um, a a number of times, but I feel like there's grace in each level and we have to have patience with ourselves when we're going through the exploration phase. And just because one person is doing it one way does not mean that is the end all be all. It just means they're on a different spiritual wavelength and path than you are on and that's okay. Absolutely. I'm a great believer in having a mentor, having a guide, having somebody who's going to hold space for you as you explore that avenue, that area, that opportunity, whatever it looks like, be it from a spiritual realm, be it from an, um, an educational space. It doesn't matter. There's always got to be somebody in your life who will give you the space to explore and uncover and unravel certain aspects of what's going through your mind. How are you feeling through things? What's your projections? Or what is it you've learned from past relationship? 
I've had mentors and guides pretty much all of my life, and I still continue to do, because I think it's such a crucial part, which is another layer as to what I offer individuals. I meet you where you're at, whether you are at kindergarten stage or whether you're at university level, ultimately, let me meet you where you're at so you can be heard, you can be seen, but you can be held through this transitional period, which is the most important piece. Mm. And one thing that I want to say to that is, I love that you said you meet them where they're at, because it begins a partnership and you begin to hold one another accountable as you go through life's journey. I also like that you mentioned the kindergarten stage and the university stage, because there's different levels. So as you pass a level, you graduate to the next level and you feel amazing because you're like, okay, I am making waves. I'm, I'm checking it off my to-do list. And you're really just becoming more in tune with themselves with themselves and you and you don't feel the pressures of society or anyone else because it's your personal journey and it's okay to ask for help because asking for help is not a sign of weakness it's a sign of strength because you realize that there's more to you than you currently have and you need to unlock those so in order to unlock those you have to be willing to go through transitions in order for transformations to take root so whenever you think about it, think about your emotional well-being, think about your physical well-being, and et cetera, and think about pairing them all together because they all must work together in order for you to have a holistic approach and really be whole and one with yourself. And one of the ways that I see Naranjan doing that is that you look at all areas, not just one area, but you really want to understand who is that person, not at the surface level, but at the core. What is your purpose? What is your mission? And if you don't know, you begin to ask questions where you could pull that information out of them and then they could see, okay, this is why I was created. This is why I exist. And they realize that my body is my body, but my body is also tied to a soul and it's a vehicle. In order for me to cause an imprint, that imprint needs to be open to driving an impact because it's not just about Genesis or Naranjan. It's about how are we showing up in the world and how are we creating that domino and ripple effect? Absolutely, Genesis. I completely agree. It's about looking at that greater, greater purpose as to why are we here? We're not really here to have the big house, the fancy cars, go on vacations and all that. There is a greater reason of why we're here, not only from the gifts that we have to offer, but also to support and heal our karmic wounds that have been installed for many lifetimes to support our evolution, but also to transition and to support our ancestors who have sacrificed and learned everything that they have so we can have every single thing that we have today. 
Amazing. And before we jump into the CTA, the call to action, is there anything else you want to say regarding our topic before we dive into your call to action for the audience? It's a courageous journey when individuals really want to delve into the spirituality and uncover some of the, the habits, behaviors that are shown in who they are, the character. It's a courageous journey, there's a tremendous amount of strength and power and wisdom that comes through that. So while it's difficult going through it, I can pretty much kind of sort of guarantee the other side's going to be so much more brighter and so much lighter on all spectrums. Physically lighter because the burdensome of the past is no longer weighing you down. And now you have tools to manage those better, so. Amazing. And what is that your call to action for the audience? The invitation is to, for individuals to go to brightshininglight.com and sign up for a free daily gratitude journal, which is what I have which will allow you to be more present in your day and being grateful for what is it that you have at that moment. And then if you feel called to sign up for a free 30 minute consultation with myself. And so we can unravel some of the heaviness that's showing up in life and put you on a path to have more joy and have more peace in your life. Not from a hairy fairy standpoint, but from a real tangible space. This is really doable. And outside of your website and the beautiful gift for the community, thank you again for that. How can they connect with you on your social media platforms? I am accessible on Instagram under Naranja Nota. I'm on Facebook, Naranja Nota again, and also on LinkedIn as my name, Naranja Nota. Um, so the website is brightshininglight.com. And I also have a sister site, which I kind of want to share, is Master of Your Crafts, which is a podcast that I also host. So if anybody's interested in learning some of the wisdom that I have been able to garner or allow others to share, I'd love for you to listen. Thank you, Genesis. My pleasure and amazing. All of your contact information will be in the show notes. And for those of you, the spelling of Naranjan's name is N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, R as in Richard, A as in Alpha, N as in Nancy, J as in Jungle, A as in Alpha, N as in Nancy, and last name is Nota, so it's N as in Nancy, O as in Open, T as in Tom, A as in Amber. So that is the correct spelling of her name. And once again, all of her info will be in the show notes. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms. And to see the video of this recording, head on over to our YouTube channel by typing at Gems, G-E-M-S, with 
Genesis of Mars Camp for all things video. And lastly, but not least, I am so grateful for all of you supporting the guests that I bring into the community, as well as the overall mission behind the show, which is to bring content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational while we intersect and interweave diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. So if you would like to become a brand sponsor, spaces are limited, but you can find more info by heading on over to the website, genesisamarskemp.net, or sending me an email at genesisamarskemp at gmail.com, where you'll see that we're in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts, and we couldn't have done it without you. So thank you again. Until the next episode, next guest, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, Gems with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, Your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.